Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is SENZ at 804 with McIver for breakfast, brought to you by the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. If there's something that's piqued your imagination over the last hour and or so, then get on the Kennard's Hire phone line 0800 150811. That's 0800 150811. Or if you want to play the can't wait question of the day and give us your thoughts, if the ASB Classic put a roof on Stanley Street, is it a more attractive entertainment option? Or does it diminish the charm of the stadium? Get on the Temper Bedpost text line. Uh, that's double eight double three. Temper and Bedpost's range of mattresses and adjustable bases adapt to the exact shape of your body so you can put your head and feet up in comfort. It's 804. Uh, speaking of the ASB Tennis Centre, New Zealand's number one tennis player Ajit Rai has been playing there with some success uh, that made headlines. I suppose we could ask Ajit the question. Ajit, would you like to see a roof on the stadium at the Aspie Tennis Centre. Ah, morning, Stephen. Um, I think it's a it's a tough one because I think without the stadium, it gives uh, without the roof on the stadium, it gives uh, the tournament such a summer feel. And say somewhere like Sydney that has a roof on the stadium, they mainly play in the night session um, because you know when it gets dark, of course, every all of that, it's a lot a lot uh, more welcoming in there. So. I don't know. I think right now it would be ideal to have a roof on the stadium. So, 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 so you're happy to wait around at the moment with all this rain going on. I mean, your your second qualifying game in the qualifiers, I think, took two days to get through. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Actually, John has no message me and said I was getting close to his match of the longest <laughs> match in history. Um, <laughs> That was, a, I, that was about I, five I, hours, wasn't it? And in Wimbledon. Yeah. No, that, no, no, that was 11 hours. Was oh, okay. 11 hours. Okay. Um, Good name to drop, though. I, yeah, uh, <laughs> um, I, think, I think it's easy to say, you know, we need a roof now because it's raining all the time and if it was sunny, the question wouldn't be asked. I think having, you know, an, an indoor court, one of the courts um, would be great and, yeah, it would be easier to get through all the matches. Uh, but but, but you're, yeah. you're a bit of a romantic, right? You like the side. You like the intimate atmosphere of Stanley Street. I love it. I love it. And I love being, you know, when it's a summer day in, in New Zealand and the atmosphere is incredible with the New Zealand fans. And I just think having a roof on the stadium kind of dampens that um, summer feel. My colleagues and I have been talking about constantly uh, the, the mental challenge of having matches stop, start, stop, start. Is it a mental challenge for players or not? 
A hundred percent it is. hundred percent. Um, it can work both ways in your favor or against your favor. And the reason being, um, a huge part of it's momentum and momentum gets completely stopped when the match is taken off the courts. You get to go speak to your coaches. You get to fuel up your body a little bit more. You get to have a shower. All these little things you get to do off the court and come back in a different frame of mind. You warm up again. And yeah, it's a complete game changer because on the court, you're an individual athlete. It's you versus someone else and you guys are going to war. And if you get to go off the court and um, load up all your guns again, then yeah, of course it's an advantage, um, and it can work in some players' favour, and it can also work against. It can also work against their favour. You're trying not to walk around, mate. You're just you're fading in and out there. Hey, let's talk about your ASB Classic experience. You didn't play the local qualifying tournament. Chose it would appear for all the right reasons to go to Numia and play at at a level that the tournament here is at with ATP players. And it seems to have paid off because you went out in your first qualifying match. You're sitting, you went in sitting around 466, if I'm correct. You're playing the, the player ranked at 92 in the world, Taro Daniel. You took him to three, but won it. How much confidence has that given you going forward in 23? Uh, I mean, it's given me a, a tremendous amount of confidence. But as I've said, um, time and time again this week is my confidence has come from my process that I'm I'm taking care of the the work I'm putting in day in day out and you know the relentless um, energy and attention to detail I've got for my game right now so it's great to get results like that but I wasn't really surprised at the same time um, I'm grateful very very grateful to have the opportunity to even play and win but I wasn't surprised because the work I'm putting in I know I can win matches at that level Wow. Okay. That's not what I expected you to say. I was expecting you to be pretty pumped with that one, considering where you sit as far as the rankings go. But do you think sometimes, Ajit, the rankings at this level, let's say between 100 and where you're at at 466, can be a bit misleading? I I definitely think they can. And I say that because when you get to a level around 100, 150, you're consistently playing at tournaments where the points are so great. So you only need to win three, four matches every five months and your points are equivalent to someone at a 500-level winning event and winning six matches a week. That doesn't mean that the players at 500 are the same level because you have to win win those matches consistently to get to the 150-level, top 100-level. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't feel that in either of my matches, I didn't feel that ball speed was an issue. I didn't feel that I lacked weapons. I feel the next area in my game that I need to improve in is my fitness level because the nerves and, you know, Montero's coach even came said to me after because I was cramping um, quite aggressively in that match. And he said to me, you weren't cramping because of your fitness level. He said, you were, you were cramping because of the nerves you were feeling. And I didn't really understood what he meant until I processed it and talked to my trainers about it, etc. And he, he was spot on. And I think if you're that, uh, you know, that extremely fit, you can look after yourself during those moments because you have something to fall back on all the time. It must be incredibly sacrificing to put in the work that really not a lot of people know that you put in, like every tennis player puts in. It's just a constant grind. 
to finally sort of start a season knowing that you are in the right direction and frame of mind to have further success? Because everyone is blown away by the fact you've been a top 100 player. Yeah, I'm, uh, I mean, it's, it's again, it's really, really cool that I beat the beat a top 100 player. Um, I got a bit sick off, um, you know, having opportunities at the ASB Classic, playing against top 100 players at Davis Cup and, and not taking those opportunities and not winning and losing in tight matches. And it became a bit like the opportunities there. Either you take it or you don't. You know, it's no good to me losing 6-4 in the third set and hearing, oh, you're so close, but you didn't win. And that's all I was thinking about in the third set in that match. Was I, I need to take this opportunity. I need to find energy. And I was just telling myself the whole match, how bad do I want it? And I think that's what it comes down to in matches like that. Uh, there's a lot of hard work that goes into it, a lot of hard work from my team, my my coach, Chris, um, my trainer, Emily, physio, Justin, and and my dad. It's, it takes a village to um, build a good tennis player, and it's definitely the work they've put in, and they've led me in the right direction. And I'm just trying to do the work that they put in front of me and a little bit more on top of that. You've only sort of been hanging out with Chris from the Levee Tennis Academy for a little while. What specific and notable changes has he made, A, to your game, but also B, to your mental game? Yeah, that's pure mentality, um, off-court and on-court. The, the self-talk, I think, has dramatically changed when I'm on-court in the last six, seven months. And by self-talk, you know, it might sound really silly that, oh, why can you not just be positive? But when you're playing an individual sport, it can become a very dark, lonely place. So Chris has just been a super positive um, a positive person who's come into my life at the right time, into my career. And we've had some serious success together, but I know we've got plenty more to go and it's just a tiny little step in my journey and I'm just happy it's in the right direction. You use the journey line. The journey line's been outlawed today on the show. You're not allowed to use the word journey. I'm sorry. I have to apologize. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that, that's, a, that's a non-word today, okay? So, I just, yeah. So if you're not going to use journey, what's the other word you're going to use? <laughs> there's a test for the day on my travels. Hey, there's no journey. There's no career season. It's all about the journey. It's all about the journey. It must. It must be. It must be exciting to think that you finally. I mean, you've you've crossed a. You've sort of crossed the invisible barrier. You've actually proven to yourself and proven to a lot of people. I'm sure there were lots of. There are always doubters out there that you can hang with top 100 players. Now, if you can hang with top 100 players, you can just about hang with anyone. And that's when you can start making real money, right? Exactly. I think the biggest thing you just said is that I proved um, to myself. Other people, uh, it's, it's irrelevant um, what they think because it's out of my control. But to prove to myself that I can win these matches and not, oh, I lost 7-5 in the third. I lost 7-6 in the third. I lost four and five. I had a match point and didn't win, but to come off the court and say, hey, I actually just beat a top 100 player is a feeling that you need to never forget and you need to, you know, take that with both hands because every match I get into with a top 100 player now, I cannot say that, oh, I don't have the experience of beating a top 100 player. 
so now I can use that in my advantage and use that um, as a trump card when I go into other matches. And, but the hardest thing that people have to understand is that you've got to do it every day if you want to succeed. You know, when you go to a tournament and start prepping and going through all that stuff you go through, you've got to do it every day. And people don't understand that the the, the mental strength required is can can be quite debilitating. Yeah, how bloody good is that? We get to do it every day. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the beauty of tennis. That's bloody good. That's what I want. I mean, if I could live that every single day, I'm a happy man. So uh, I just, that's exactly what I want. I want tough matches. I want to be able to play the top guys day in, day out. That's If, if you don't want that, then you're playing the wrong sport. You can go play a team sport that you play one match uh, on, on a Saturday. But that's that's what we want as tennis players. Um I don't know if I'm speaking for the rest of the tennis players, but for me, I want the toughest matches all the time. And I think that's the biggest change is I used to shy away from competition a lot because I was so protected trying to be the best in the country and all of this external noise that I couldn't control that now all I'm focusing on is playing against the best opponents and proving myself as much as I can. And I just, every time I see the best player at the tournament, I want to be drawn against them first round. Every time. Oh, it's okay to be a masochist once in a while. Uh, you, you get to play doubles <laughs> with your good mate Finn Reynolds. You're up against the former world number one pairing of Nikola Metkic and Mate Pavic. Mate Pavic has won the Auckland tournament twice. Uh, they did you no favours in the draw there, did they? Oh, me and Finn have won the Auckland tournament. We won under 12. Garbage. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, didn't even, I didn't even see the draw until um, I was doing media after my match yesterday and they told me, so it was brilliant news. Um, <laughs> but, no, I mean, again, that's super exciting. It's, you're playing against one of the top doubles teams in the world and it, it's going to be a very, um, you know, enjoyable, enjoyable experience and we're going to go out there and try, you know, serve well and, and play our patterns and just have some fun. I think that's that's what it's about. It's very exciting to get on court with Finn. Uh, I grew up with Finn, playing with him from a very young age. And it's, it's, I remember even yesterday when we were practicing, we're just like, uh, we're just two buddies having a great time on court. And, you know, we're going to try and put our hand up to play Davis Cup in the near future in, in the doubles. And, uh, yeah, I was just very excited to get back on court. Where, where, but speaking of which, when is the Davis Cup tie? That's pretty close, isn't it? We're playing in Christchurch on the fourth and fifth of Feb, uh, and against Bulgaria. Oh, okay. So, we're, at what stage is New Zealand now in the world situation, or the uh, that dropped out of the world group? What's the story? So, if we win this tie, we go back into the world group one, uh, the qualifiers to make the World Cup thing. So, we need to win this tie, and then we go to the qualifiers, which we lost to Finland in. So, oh. Finland are. Uh, Finland in the World Cup now. Okay, that's cool. Do you, is it important for you to play for your country, or have things changed? Hundred no, hundred percent. I'll, I'll never, never say no to play play for my country. I'll drop everything in a heartbeat and always play for my country. Hmm. Okay. Uh, fun fact today: Arjit Rai, Finn Reynolds, a dad joke of the day. Oh look, Ryan Reynolds is playing. Um. Okay. Is this my? Can I go now? <laughs> <laughs> oh 
What a burn. God. That's that's oh, a hell of a burn. I, someone told me that one. Someone said to me, hey, look at that. Ryan Reynolds is playing. I don't even want to hit, like, <laughs> it's, eight, it's 8 o'clock in the morning. And, and I threw a conversation. And I thought, you're throwing that at me. Yeah, what was the last question of the day? So I thought I'd throw it at you anyway. It was not a question, it was just a statement. So there you go. Hey, Ajit. <laughs> You can have oh, hey, you yeah. can have that. I'm giving that to you without a trademark. That's yours for the day. And apparently, <laughs> Thank you. and if Appreciate there's it. if if there is any play today, which I'm beginning to doubt, uh, they've they've thrown you not on centre court. They put you on grandstand, which I'm a little dis- no. They they oh, oh, they oh hang on. Nico, breaking news! Nico breaking news! <laughs> Nico messaged me and say said we're playing on the roof. No, no. Nico messaged me and said that um. He put us on that court because it's the uh, it says on the schedule that it's a possible court change. So we would if it's going to be fine and okay, and that uh, we're going to move to centre, get moved to centre. That would be just a little bit exciting. That would be nice, and you'd probably be the second match up at night. Yeah, it'd be bloody awesome. Okay, well, hey Ajit, congratulations on what you've done so far. But I know a lot of tennis people are aware there's a lot more to come. Feet on the ground, buddy, and we'll catch up with you at the uh, tennis centre today. Thank you so much, Stephen. No worries, pal. Our number one men's tennis player, Ajit Rai, stunned some people by beating a top 100 player when he's sitting at 466, but he will uh, drop that ranking further. I tried to ask someone to explain to me how it works. You get certain points, and there's a whole chart, and the points equate to... You get a certain number of points for as far as you progress through and then you add them all together and blah, blah, blah. It's really confusing, so I'm not going to confuse you at all. It's 8.20 here on McIver for Breakfast. Before we throw to an ad break, <laughs> can, you, can you just reiterate that dad joke for me? It is a bad one. I got told it yesterday. Arjit Rai, Finn Reynolds. Take their first names away. It's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, okay.